Social media, gosh, are we still talking about that? Well, yes, of course we are, but it's not this extension of your marketing. It is a part of your strategic approach. It works in all phases of the funnel of the journey. It just has to be done with your marketing strategy and your overall business objectives in mind. Any channel that you choose to spend your time in needs to have that as your real goal. In this episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast, we speak with Rebecca Radis. She is the author of Social Media Mastery, a Comprehensive Guide to Strategic Growth. Got that word strategy in there. Check it out. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Jantz and my guest today is Rebecca Radis. She is a marketer and founder of Radiant LA, a training and development company helping business professionals use online marketing strategically. And she's also the author of a book we're going to talk about today, Social Media Mastery, a comprehensive guide to strategic growth. So Rebecca, thanks for joining me. Oh, thank you. My pleasure. So there are 2,374 books on social media. I counted. Um, <laughs> Is that all? <laughs> <laughs> so at this date, what does social media mastery add really to the conversation? Well, and I think that's a great question with so much out there. What What is left to be said about social media? And to me, I, there are several things that people are still missing within social media. Part of it is the human aspect. So personalization, something I talk a lot about, uh, really injecting your own personal brand. So how to build your personal brand through social media but use that uh, to really support and promote all that you're doing within your own business. And it also brings everything together. So connecting the dots for those that uh, have had a lot going on, maybe they're over on Facebook, they're over on Instagram, they have email marketing happening, but none of it is cohesive and they haven't really figured out how to pull everything together. And so that's what this is. Uh, really all about is taking them through the process of not only how, to, how do you launch it, how do you get this up and running, but then how do you optimize it across every single channel, uh, get it out of those silos that we talk so much about within marketing, and then how do you continue to manage it in a way uh, that doesn't become overwhelming? And it's for, it's for two different groups of people. So either those people that are just getting started uh, or those people who have already invested they're already heavily invested into social media, but not seeing the traction. Um, they, they're frustrated. They haven't seen the results that they're looking for. And so this is really that roadmap on how to put every single piece into place and allow them to all cohesively work together. So 
in the early days of the web, you know, people built websites, but it was like that was this kind of disconnected thing over here on the side that, you know, they had their marketing and they had their sales and they had a website because, ever, you know, people were getting online and they almost treated it like a separate extension. Uh, today, you know, the website's the hub probably of most people's uh, marketing. How, how would you say social media fits into that? Because I think in the early days of social media, a lot of people did the same thing. It's like, oh, we need to have a Twitter strategy. No, it's... <laughs> Your Twitter strategy needs to work with your marketing strategy, right? And right. so, 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 how have you seen that move? Or, or maybe a better question is, you know, what's the role of social media in the big picture of marketing now? Well, it, it, based off of what you just said, um, it, it, that your website, your blog is is really your hub, and I totally agree with that. You know, everything begins and ends with that that online presence that you own, and so in that. Uh, social media really becomes your extension. It's it's your spokes. It's those uh, pieces that are leading everybody back over to your content. So social media is where you're having that conversation, where you're building those relationships, where you're allowing people to really get to know who you are, what you do, what you're all about, and what those problems are that you solve. And then you're bringing that awareness or driving uh, that attention back over to your website, to your blog, where all of that content is happening. So where they can start to really better, even more from a deeper conversation level, understand uh, your thought process, your methodology, um, how how you do things within your business. So I completely agree with you that back in the day, you know, we thought everything lived independently. And today we know far better than that, that you have to work everything in unison or in tandem where social media is helping you build Build your email list. Social media is helping you move people into a particular asset or sell a book like we're talking about here today. So it's it's just really helping people understand who you are, connect with where they're most comfortable, but then allowing them to move over to that hub where you truly own that conversation. So where does it fit really in... in the journey. And I mean, I think a lot of, t a lot of people look at social media as an awareness tool. It's like more people will learn about my business maybe for the first time on Twitter, for example. But I also see a lot of people effectively using it to build relationships and even convert uh, sales, but they have distinctly different approaches in those different stages of the funnel, don't they? Oh, most definitely. And I I think maybe, you know, even just a few years ago, the idea behind social media was awareness. It was that channel where uh, people were first connecting with you. They were first learning about your company if they were doing research. It was their first stop. And today I see uh, social media is really touching every aspect of the journey. So everything from awareness to that ability to nurture them into a deeper, deeper understanding and then into the activation mode. And the difference, obviously, is in uh, where they're at in their knowledge about you and your business. And then it's all in the content that you're sharing. So really how how are you guiding them 
through the awareness uh, phase where they're just getting to know you. They want to learn a little bit more about you into uh, that nurture stage where uh, you're sharing uh, that content that helps them self-select into your product or helps them uh, make that decision about uh, maybe whether they're going to get to know you or follow you or uh, take action with your company into activation where they are making that final decision. So it really does touch every aspect. And I think where the confusion comes in is then how do you go about creating content that moves people through each of those stages? And I I see two sides of that coin where either there's those that are so passive in their approach that people don't actually know what how to hire them or how to work with them or what exactly they can do to help to that person that overpromotes and is just pushing, pushing, pushing all promotional content out. And so what I talk about a lot within this book is how do you find that perfect mix? How do you find that balance that allows people to get to know you, but also to take action? I think most business owners today, you know, there was this kind of craze to have lots of followers on Twitter that seemed to be like, or, you know, any of the platforms that seemed to be the goal. I think a lot of business owners now said, well, that's not making me any money. <laughs> so if, <laughs> right. you, if, if I was a business owner and I came to you and I said, De- develop me a strategy that's going to allow me to use social media to get clients. Uh, obviously, lots of variables, what kind of business, all that kind of stuff. But, but what do you generally tell people who are looking for that, you know, definable ROI from social media? Well, for me, it really does begin and end with a couple of things, content being one of them, uh, and a crystal clear understanding of who your audience is. What I find is more times than not, a company has jumped into social media thinking, oh, I've got to be over here, or I've got to be over here, and Facebook is the way to go, or Twitter is where we need to be sharing all of our blog content, uh, but they haven't really figured out who they're speaking with before they actually jump on. And so there's really no wonder why when we take a look at their content and the uh, engagement or lack thereof that they're receiving, uh, that they haven't found their rhythm or their momentum. So really taking the time to go through a process of understanding who is that perfect customer and how do you get uh, incredibly specific around what their needs are, what their challenges are, and of course, what problems you're solving and then how do you translate that into the content that's going to connect with them Uh, and then finally it's understanding those channels that support you that's another uh, big area of opportunity where I see so many have created this presence across you know 20 different uh, networks that aren't serving them all they've done is create pandemonium within their business they've created an overwhelm too much that they're trying to manage and so it's understanding where is your time best spent you know where are you going to get that biggest bang uh, for your time and your buck and I think a lot of people are surprised by that too when you 
you do take a look at where your audience is spending your time and all of a sudden you realize, whoa, I've been putting a whole lot of time and effort into Instagram when my audience is all sitting having a conversation over on Facebook. Uh, so it's it's being very honest with yourself, too, about uh, not only how you're going about showing up on social media, but then putting a plan in place so that you can consistently show up there and really cultivate cultivate those relationships. What do you say to that business owner? And I hear this every day. Um, you know, their their time is very fractured. I work with a lot of very small business owners and and their time is their most precious resource. And I hear them all the time say, you know what? I just hate social media. I hate spending time. Mm. I hate thinking about it. I think Facebook's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, obviously, you know, that's, that is not necessarily the reason to sit it out, but how do you, how do you help somebody get through that? Yeah, you know, and I, I hear that myself too. And it's completely understandable, isn't it? When you think about as a small business owner, you started your business because you love what you do. And right. it probably had nothing to do unless, of course, you're in marketing um, with marketing your business or social media. Um, but for that person, it's really helping them understand the benefits. So what can it do? What, what are those tangible results that we can actually uh, we can actually put into place together and how is it going to help you expand in the direction that you're looking to go so many business owners they have their goals they have their ideas of what they want to achieve within their business what they haven't done is figured out how social media is going to support them in that journey in that quest so for me it's it's really showing them what that looks like uh, what an action plan looks like over time so maybe it's step one we do this step two we do that step three uh, you know once we've got that traction here's where we head uh, and helping them really visualize what success looks like and then how we're going to get there. I find that most business owners just have a very difficult time seeing it within their mind. Um, they've pushed back so hard on social media and more than likely it's because they don't. They don't feel that they have that time. But in my opinion, when you say I don't have time, it's simply that you're saying I haven't made this a priority. Sure. So my goal is to always help them understand why this needs to be a priority. Doesn't necessarily it means they need to be in it every single day, but why it needs to be a priority from that high-level leadership point of view where they're infusing their personality, the, the company, into everything that becomes their online presence. Yeah, everybody see, nobody has time to work on their taxes until April, right? <laughs> That's right. And then all of a sudden, it's rush, rush, rush. <laughs> so um, a lot of a lot of business, you know, even though we talk about the online, you know, part being the hub and that's how people find us and maybe grow to trust us. But the the, the bottom line is a lot of business is still done person to person, handshake, you know, in person across the desk. So how do you use social media to, in, in effect, kind of drive those offline conversations? 
There's several different ways. I I think uh, video is fast becoming a huge opportunity to connect with people uh, in a way that we just haven't been able to otherwise, whether it's uh, creating short videos, whether it's live streaming video, it could be something just a quick response. We uh, uh, there's a whole movement happening over on Twitter called Video Reply Tuesday, and it's just a way to do exactly that. Where instead of just shooting back a quick text reply, you actually take two seconds to put together a video. Uh, And of course, everybody doesn't have the time to do that. But for businesses that are moving quickly, uh, you are out, you're running your business. Sometimes a video is even easier uh, and utilizing that to show that that real more authentic side of you kind of in the moment what's happening within your business right now is a great connector a terrific way to let people inside and see what really goes on behind the scenes Uh, another way is just in simply getting out there and being very strategic in the conversations that you're having Uh, so whether it's on Facebook or it's on Instagram or or over on Twitter, uh, opening yourself up to allowing those conversations to organically and naturally happen with those people you are looking to connect with. And then it's just simply taking that maybe into a direct message and saying, hey, I'd love to uh, get to know you a little bit more or extend that conversation or whatever the case might be and moving that into an email conversation where you can connect on a local level. So always looking for those opportunities where you're reaching out to people. And I think the most important thing to remember is be proactive. Be proactive in searching for those opportunities. Be proactive in searching for those people you're looking to make local or offline connections with. I think this goes back to what I was saying about taking a passive approach, you know, success doesn't just fall into your lap. uh, And it definitely doesn't do it with social media. Social media doesn't magically make opportunities appear, you really have to be focused in who that audience is, who that person is that you're looking to connect with, and then stay in front of them every single day. Yeah, and I think a lot of people, a lot of people neglect to, to use it even just as a research tool. Uh, it doesn't just have to be a connection. I know, uh, anytime, you know, you're going out and you're going to call on somebody, you're going to meet somebody new at a networking event. You can know an awful lot about that person <laughs> before you ever show up. And I always, I'm still floored when I get sales calls from people or emails from people and they want to, they, they basically start by asking, you know, saying they want to learn about my business. And I'm like, you know, if you, <laughs> if you don't know everything about my business, you know, you haven't spent five minutes online. And, and I think right. that's, I think that's a, that's a use that that I think often doesn't get talked about enough. Yeah, no, I I would completely agree. There's so many different ways. I, you know, everything from all the research we can do on Facebook uh, to using Twitter advanced search, where you're exactly right. You can pretty much find out anything you want to. There's so many tools out there at our disposal, and most of them are still free that allow you to, and one of them, of course, the biggest one being Google, where you can just simply start to look up some 
somebody's name, right. looking up their company, looking up their awards, their interviews, looking up their reviews is a huge one. Uh, so, yeah, doing your, your homework, I think that's a wow factor still, John. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, how you feel about it, but if somebody were to come to you and say, John, I know everything about you. They mm-hmm. list off all of the awards you've ever won. Yeah. your books, everything about you, you are far more likely to take the time to respond to them than that person you just mentioned that obviously hasn't even taken two minutes to Google your name. Well, and, and it's more than just the statistics. I mean, I think you can learn a lot about, again, I'm speaking as a salesperson here, you can learn a lot about how to approach somebody, what their mm-hmm. challenges are, who else they know. I mean, it's not even stuff that you're necessarily going to share. It's just going to prepare you better uh, because you you know we leave all these traces around about how to sell to us, you know, and, and that's, that to me, I think is just a gold mine. Oh yeah. I couldn't agree more. It's, it, there are clues in everything that we share and everything we talk about in the people we respond to. It's in our tone, you know, in our tone of voice and our messaging. Uh, it just makes it very easy when you start to look at it from that perspective of how do I approach this person? How do I reach out? What's important to them? So really understanding at that core level, what makes them tick? What about what you have to sell or offer? What about your outreach is going to speak to them and taking the time to do your research? And obviously, it's been around forever and ever. um, But one of the best but most underutilized tools, I think, still today is LinkedIn. And not enough people are taking the time to a, uh, utilize that space. So putting your bio, putting your information up there, being active on LinkedIn, but also using it as a research tool. I'd like to get your take on this because a lot of uh, business owners still look at some of these tools out there that allow them to auto post and to schedule post and to regurgitate posts. And, and, you know, they look at that and think, oh, this is perfect. I write it one time and it does all the work for me and just sprays it everywhere. Um, you know, that's, that's, that sounds pretty good, right? <laughs> so what, what's your take on, uh, obviously that runs very counter to this idea of personalization. Uh, what's your take on the automation of social media? There is no substitute to you being real and live and involved in a conversation. That being said, I am a firm believer in automation and moderation, meaning allow automation to come in and support you in some of those uh, teeny tiny little details that need to happen, but don't necessarily need you in the mix every single day. So automation should free you up from feeling as if you need to sit on social media all day to accomplish posting uh, content. Instead, uh, do allow it to help you share maybe a, a few different critical pieces of content and free up your time so you can come in and do that research, go in and maybe create lists of those people that you want to actively engage with. So every single day you are 
acting on purpose within social media. You have 20 people that you've determined are those sales opportunities and you want to come in and you want to have conversations with them or you want to respond to the content that they're sharing. Automation in that sense can really help you out. It can also help from the research point of view, like we've talked about, where you can learn more about that person before you ever, you really ever start to engage. So use it but use it wisely. Don't think of it as a set it and forget it situation. That's where people really get themselves into trouble. Yeah. And I think it, you know, this all really leads to having a strategy, having objectives, why you're spending your time in social media. And I think that's where people really get lost is they just see it as another thing they have to do as opposed to a strategic component of reaching their overall objectives. And I think that's, that's got to be true of anything we spend our time in a business on. Absolutely. So, Rebecca, tell us where we can find more about you and your work as well as pick up a copy of Social Media Mastery. Well, you can find me on my website, which is RebeccaRadice.com. And, of course, my parents did not make it easy on me. It's spelled a little bit different. So it's R-E-B-E-K-A-H. But if you spell it wrong, you will still find me. And you can find me anywhere on social media at Rebecca Radice. And then my book is available now on Amazon. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for uh, joining us. I'm uh, booked to go back to social media marketing world. I suspect you might be as well. Yes, indeed. Can't wait to see you there. We'll see you in, uh, what's that, February of 2018. Gosh. Yeah, coming fast. (laughs) Thanks, Rebecca. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. I wonder if you could do me a favor. Could you leave an honest review on iTunes? Your ratings and reviews really help, and I promise I read each and every one. Thanks.